Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Great moment last night when you finally got to see Otani against Mike Trout in the final out of the WBC, and Otani struck him out. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It is not often that you get two amazing teammates like that a chance to square off. So that is our question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. What current teammates do you want to see face each other? There are a few that kind of come to mind. Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would put Cole on that level anymore. If he could use spider tack, maybe I'd be more into that. Okay, here Um, we go. Fair? Fair. Okay. Fair. All right. Uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Kevin Durant. Yeah, I like that Mm, one. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Steph and Clay. No. Yeah, I didn't uh, really. No interest in that. Clay's a great defender, too, but. mm, Yeah, no interest in that. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner. That would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. All you got to do is go to a training camp practice with the Jets, and you'll get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, any others that come to mind? Uh, yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, especially oh. after what was put in the uh-huh. news yesterday with Jalen Brown's comments. Definitely want to see that. I would be into that. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Uh, Nick Bosa, Trent Williams? Yes. You probably get that a good amount? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Rashawn Slater, Joey Bosa? Mm, mm. Joey Bosa doesn't have that. Not, not anymore. He's not, not Nick. Not, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any other NBA players who are teammates that you want to see go up against one another? Ooh, let's see here. Um, I mean, it's it's you know, you want to see Kyrie and Luca go up against each other? Mm, no, nah, not really. Not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get to see Kyrie and Kevin Durant. They're not teammates anymore, but they were this season. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to see that. Um, I'm just trying to think of teammates that we would want to see against each other. It's hard. There, I mean, there are not many. Like, listen, I, I'm not going to say. John Morant, Dylan Brooks. I wonder if Ja actually took Dylan Brooks' jersey when he tried to give it to him. Do <laughs> you remember the story with Dylan Brooks yeah. and Kyrie Irving with the jersey swap yeah. that wasn't? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know that I would. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone else NFL related? I mean, do I care about C.D. Lamb and Stephon Gilmore? Not really. Not really. No. no. It's tough. There are not that many great teammates anymore current that you would want to see, but we open it to you at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. After seeing Otani last night, did you want to see uh, Otani going up against Trout? Do you want to see anybody else, any other teammates, go up against one another? Meanwhile, you mentioned the Celtics. Mm. (sighs) Things have not been right in Boston They did beat the Kings last night. They did get a big night from Jason Tatum. But Jalen Brown, this according to The Ringer, 
in an interview with the Ringer's Logan Murdoch, was asked about being in Boston longer. Here is the quote. I don't know. As long as I'm needed, it's not up to me. We'll see how they feel about me over time, and I feel about them over time. Hopefully, whatever it is, it makes sense, but I will stay where I'm wanted. I will stay where I'm needed and treated correct, end quote. I wonder if he's not just talking to Boston management. I wonder if he's talking to Boston, the city, overall with that comment. I think the answer to that question is yes. Yeah, He's talking to Boston management, and he's talking to the city. And Jalen Brown wouldn't be the first athlete that felt the way about the Boston community at large and how <laughs> they relate to you know black and brown athletes. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect of it, and we know how big a proponent of social justice Jalen Brown is. Um, just all you have to do is think back in the wake of George Floyd in the middle of a pandemic. He was leading marches not only in that community but also in Atlanta. So I, I think – that's a part of the discussion, but the bigger piece is that you have this championship contending team and they're perennially going on deep playoff runs, and for whatever reason, they can't find a way to get over the hump. Mm-hmm. And there's growing frustration, and the question now becomes, will these two superstars get to a point where they can win a title together? And some of the same flaws that we saw in the NBA Finals last year for Boston – are some of the same issues that that team is having right now. They haven't been fixed by Malcolm Brock. No, they don't have a point guard. Yeah. They don't have a guy that can orchestrate the offense in half-court sets and get easy buckets for Tatum and or Brown. So I think that's a part of it, and, and how the organization treats roster construction and shaping this team moving forward, even the decision with the coaching change. Um, when you don't have that equally weighted between the two players – I think that that can create some friction. And that's certainly what it sounds like on its face is going on with the Celtics between Brown and Tatum. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Tune into an NBA doubleheader tonight. Mavs hosting the Warriors, followed by the Suns and the Lakers. Presented by Indeed, coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Celtics have to get this straightened out because let's be clear. If they, in case they didn't know already, based on their trip to the finals, yeah. window's now. Oh, window yeah. is now, and you can't allow that window to close when you have two young players of this caliber. You have to get this figured out. you got to make sure this guy's happy being here because Jalen Brown is exceptionally important to their future and what they're trying to do, but they've got a chance to build. I don't want to use the dynasty word, but they've got a chance to really build something here with two great young players together if they can get them on the same page. Well, they got to make this work. Yeah. I mean, this is the fruit of the trade that you made with the Nets way back when, when you decided to get rid of Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Yep. This is what you got in return. Jalen Brown and Jason T- you got to make this work. you got to capitalize on it. you got two players that are all NBA caliber, two players – that combined are averaging nearly 57 points a game. 57 points. The Boston Celtics can't afford to treat Jalen Brown like a backseater to Jason Tatum. You just can't. I mean, Jay Will talked about it a little bit this morning on his show, KJM, but Jalen Brown is a better defender than Jason Tatum. Maybe Tatum has more upside, more potential on the offensive end as a scorer, But Jalen Brown is a more elite-level athlete. Jalen Brown has higher percentages from the field and from three-point range. I I just You can't look at Jalen Brown as 
a lesser player than Jason Tatum. You just can't treat it like that. And it's felt like over the past several years, that's how the Boston front office has approached it. And therein lies the rub when it comes to making sure that both of these players are happy and can coexist with one another. I get it. Most teams have a lead dog. In this situation, you might be in a unique position where you don't just because you have two guys that on any given night can take over a game. I, I have lost faith over the last couple of weeks in what the Celtics are doing. I, I, have I really have. I have too. And, and I'm much higher on the Bucks right now. I know you uh, have absolutely gone much more into the Sixers uh, at the moment. But it doesn't matter, though. We both look at the Celtics as yes. the third team in the Eastern Conference. And, Chris, here's, here, here would be my point, too. If you're the Celtics... The last thing you want to see is the Miami Heat. Oh, no. You do not want to no, see no, the no, Miami no, no. Heat turn <laughs> no, no, this no, 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 into no, no. just a mucked up, ugly series. Well, that was a dogfight in yeah. the conference finals yeah. last year. Remember yep. that. That wasn't an easy out for the Celtics no. at all. And, and, and trust me when I tell you, I don't think there's a darn thing that's special about the Miami Heat this no, season other than the year that Butler's had. But other than that, I, I, I don't want but that any was, part of listen, that. Listen, and here's the thing. The Miami Heat, even if they don't win that series against the Celtics, and right now that's what the matchup would be based on the standings, the Miami Heat are going to take their pound of flesh. Eric Spolster is going to take their pound. So if you have true title aspirations, having to go through the Miami Heat in round one and knowing that it doesn't get any easier in the semifinals mm. is not the path that you wanted to chart for yourself if you're Boston. So I'm with you a 1,000%. I just don't think that – it's going to be a situation no matter where they land in the seating where Boston is going to go on another run to the NBA Finals. I just don't see it because it feels like there's so much discord within that locker room. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, 888-SAY-ESPN. We got some calls up. People want to weigh in on teammates going up against one another. Let's hit it. David's up first on ESPN Radio. David, who do you want to see go up against one another? Love to see McCaffrey and Warner go against each other. Oh, that's a great one. The 49ers. Oh, that is a great one. CMC and Fred Warner. Yeah. Fred Warner is the best inside linebacker in football. Easily. Yeah. Easily, I I'm, think. I'm going to say easily. Roquan Smith's pretty damn good, too. But Fred, yeah. Fred Warner's right there. Like, I, like Fred Warner's phenomenal. I have always felt that Fred yeah. Warner's exceptionally I got, a, I got another one for you. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey and Tyreek Hill. That would be spicy if nothing else. I, I, I get it. They'll talk. We, we both look at Jalen Ramsey as yeah. a lesser player than what he once was, especially when the Rams went on title runs. Yeah. But based on the competitive nature of both of those guys and how much they chirp, I would want to see that. That would be phenomenal. Garrett, next on ESPN Radio. Garrett, who you got? Hey, how are you guys? Love the show. Thanks, um, bud. So, as a Clippers fan... And with their athleticism and similar height and play style, I'd have to say Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Now, is that game happening on the court or in the training room? Oh, that's right. right, right. Yeah. I mean, that was the biggest question with the Clippers: Can they Are stay they healthy? Playing NBA 2K in the training right? room, right? I just, I like you. Just you don't know. I, I don't like Paul George goes out again last night. I, I felt awful for him. That just, oh God, man, that's rough to have that happen yet again to Paul George with everything. That he has been and the West and the injuries. West is wide open this wide year. Open. This felt like the year if they could stay healthy, they could go on an NBA Finals run. Uh, Travis is up next. ESPN Radio. Travis, who do you want to see teammates go up against each other? 
Yeah, I was going to say we've uh, been pretty lucky, gentlemen, because uh, we already saw it in the World Cup with uh, Mbappe and uh, Messi. Mm-hmm. And that was a great game. I was just saying that. I was just saying how I'd love to see Mbappe against Messi. Let me tell you what you weren't just saying. <laughs> I watched the World Cup, and yeah. I saw Mbappe against Messi, and I was uh, came away absolutely enthralled with Mbappe. And, and you came away knowing Mbappe is the best player in the world. Yeah, and then I lost interest. Okay. I, I'm, I've never been a soccer guy. I try. Ted Lasso, I'm on board. That's I'm in. It's not soccer. It. <laughs> it kind of is. It's soccer adjacent? It kind of is. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Cam, I mean, it, does, it doesn't get better than what we saw last night, though. No. Cam, are you a soccer guy or no? Not a soccer guy, but I did love that World Cup game. It was pretty epic. That was a great World Cup game. What about you, Bubba? Are you a soccer guy? You're not a soccer no, guy. No. I, mean, I like watching the World Cup, and I'll watch Team USA, but no, I don't, I don't watch the Premier League or anything like that. Right. Or, or Ted Lasso. I don't watch that. I will say this. We're You're talking about teammates going up against each other. Yeah. Why am I looking forward to seeing Golden State and Phoenix play against each other in the postseason? Like, I hope that's the round one matchup that we get in the Western Conference. Because it'd be great. It'd be phenomenal. It'd be amazing. Phenomenal, especially with the way things ended at Golden State. Absolutely. Like, for them to match up, oh, I would love that. Uh, the storylines are amazing. I don't I'd know love that. that. I don't know if Golden State can keep up at this point. Well, they're just one game back in the, the win column to the Clippers for the five season. No, I understand that. But you and I both know – that Golden State is not the same Golden State team. Ain't no way in hell I'm betting against Golden State if they're matched up against the Phoenix Suns in round one. Canty and Carlin, no ESPN way Radio. It. We're in for Greeny today. Presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. One coach saying something stupid yesterday. And it's not just stupid. It's insulting. That in just moments. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. 
So they made cookies for all of the ESPN radio shows. That's right, right there. You see it. You see it right there. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's on, on, the, on the TV portion on the ESPN app. Yes. The Canty and Carlin cookie. Yes. Which is a sugar cookie with the logo on the... Yeah, complete with the ampersand. I love it. Yes. Uh, solid. I, would, I, of course, had one during the break. And, uh, you know, we both, had a cookie, We both partook during the break. I had a cookie. I always knew I should have a cookie. Probably be a little bit more involved than just a sugar cookie, but I'm not knocking it. Is it a sugar cookie or a shortbread cookie? I think it's a sugar cookie. I thought Cam, it was, I thought it you was had shortbread. One. They shipped some down to us at the seaport. Yeah. Bubba, uh, sugar cookie, shortbread cookie. Which one? I'm not really a cookie expert. I thought it was a sugar cookie, but if someone you know had a convincing argument for shortbread, I would I don't probably really know be convinced, what a shortbread honestly. Cookie is, you don't know what a shortbread cookie <laughs> is? I don't think there were sugar cookies, though, so I'm going to assume it was a shortbread cookie. Yeah. Did you have there one? It yeah, it didn't really feel – yeah, it didn't – didn't it's seem not like a sugar, sugar cookie. Yeah, so I'm going to go with shortbread because I don't know what it is, but it it's more. It, it was yeah. not a sugar cookie. It's a shortbread cookie. Oh, the great Brandon's Brandon going to town. Whoa, nice. Brandon, yeah. look out. Bubba, Shall did we? you eat the Canteen Carlin one, though? I had a greeny and a Canteen Carlin. Very nice. Which I'll one was better? Look at you politically playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, no, Bubba wouldn't be caught dead eating a Joe and Amber cookie. That's what he's telling you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, after the show beef we had with them last week, I don't blame him. Uh, uh, That's fair. Let's be clear. It's not show beef. It's Carlin beef. It's Carlin beef. With Joe and Amber. (laughs) Thanks, Mr. Foxhole. No, I'm not listening. No, I'm just telling you. I (laughs) have no problem with Joe and Amber. I have no problem with anybody. Well, Fortenbaugh didn't rub in the fact that my alma mater got bounced in the first round of the NCAA tournament, unlike somebody else. But he mentioned it in a text to you saying, I wouldn't be a jerk. And then you. I don't want to relitigate it. I don't want to relitigate it. I will just say, I felt the way with how you approached it as opposed to what Joe did. Canty and Carlin, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We're in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, and uh, I caught something yesterday that really, really threw me off. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? There are certain people in sports that are triggers for me. Mm. I will fully admit that. Mm. One of them is Rick Pitino, (laughs) who was named the head coach at St. John's yesterday. Yeah. Take a listen to this from his news conference. I have never cheated the game. I never gave player anything that he didn't deserve in life. Taught Donovan Mitchell everything I could teach him, Terry Rozier, all the 25 players. I deserve it because I've earned it. You don't get anything for free in this life. You have to earn it. You have to deserve it. And because of the treatment of my players at BU, Providence, Louisville, Kentucky, that's what you earn. You earn the respect of your players. Oh, my dear God. It is amazing that we can just say things, and that's all that matters. The truth actually never plays in. I've always run a clean program. And notice how he that's, said... I don't think that's what he said. Well, notice how he said, I've never given a player something they didn't deserve. Yeah. In other words, I have given players plenty of things over the years. And Canty, Nick Saban said it best this week. There is no such thing as a wrong place, wrong time. And Rick Pitino would have you believe... That every time he has taken a hit publicly, it's because he's been in the wrong place at the wrong time and associating with the wrong people. I mean, this is the only college basketball coach ever 
that has had to vacate a national championship and wiped out four years worth of wins because of a scandal around his team. And he'll be the first to tell you, well, I was cleared of that earlier this year. Yet, Rick Pitino continues to get opportunity after opportunity of after embarrassing virtually every place he's ever been to and having no regard for anyone else in any of this. For a head coach to blame a director of operations as he did with Andre McGee back in the Louisville scandal? Come on. A director of operations whose job it is to do whatever the head coach wants. And where Rick Pitino operates, he lives in the gray. He lives in the area of, I don't have any direct knowledge of it, but there is, that is called plausible deniability. There is the understanding with recruits, well, those guys are they're going to have a good time, right? Wink, wink. Come on, Rick. Just stop. And now we go to St. John's, who thinks it's 1985, and somehow they can turn back the clock, and he says... I deserve it. And St. John's is firing Mike Anderson. Listen, not a great hire, but they're trying to fire him for cause. Try not to fall out of your chair when you hear this. They are claiming that Mike Anderson failed to, quote, appropriately supervise his assistant coaches. (laughs) That's all Rick Pitino has ever done, is inappropriately supervise his assistant coaches so that he can maintain plausible deniability. Rick Pitino has been the game's greatest charlatan that it has ever known. And let's call it what it is. He represents everything that has always been wrong with college athletics. And I like St. John's. I won't be rooting for him anytime soon. Whew. Uh, let me say this. I, I, I think charlatan is a bit strong of a word because one of the reasons why he keeps getting jobs is he can coach his ass off. They win. That's why. He, he, they win, and that's all anybody cares about, and I get it. He can, that's reality. And that's fair, but he can coach. Like okay. I don't want to disparage his ability as a coach. That's there, fine. There, there's enough on his record that we can criticize. One of the things we can't take away from him is his ability to coach the I game of basketball. take a national championship away from him because we did. I understand that. It doesn't mean he's not a great coach. I, well, that's what you just called the man a charlatan. Yeah, a charlatan okay. in terms of everything else he has done. doesn't mean you're not a great coach. But when you sit there and tell me I've always run a clean program, that's, that's what a charlatan does. Well, he that's has, what Rick well, we, well, we does. know he hasn't always run a clean program. This guy has been caught with his pants down, literally and figuratively. All of so, that. So, I mean, there's no way that we can make the claim that so, Rick Pitino has run a clean program. I just don't see him as a charlatan because of what he's given the game of basketball and what he's taught these players. He's not wrong in bringing up what he's taught Terry Rozier. He's not wrong in bringing up what he's taught Donovan Mitchell. And the list goes on and on and on when you talk about these Kentucky players. So I get why St. John's made this move, and it might feel disgusting in terms of how they moved on from Mike Anderson, their former head coach, and what they're trying to do to him, especially given the track record of Rick Pitino. I get all the reasons why you're enraged. All I'm simply saying is you cannot take his ability to coach the game of basketball to college players away from him. I'm not trying to do that. I'm pointing at everything else he does to get there. Everything else he has always done. What I'm saying is I understand. It goes back to Hawaii in the 70s, for Pete's sake. Well, what I'm saying is I understand why St. John's made the decision to to move to Rick Pitino. They They, want to win. They want to get out of 
NCAA basketball Siberia. Like they, they I want get it. to win. They want to get out of it. I get it. And, and it, how then this Chris. is and this is an important move for the conference that they're in as well. Let's not let's not understate how important this type of hire is with somebody that has the profile of Rick Pitino. But you got to understand what you're doing when you get in bed exactly. with somebody like Rick Pitino. I want to make a hire where I don't have to worry about looking myself in the mirror. And St. John's is going to be doing that for the next few years. I don't understand me. how they could do what they're doing to Mike Anderson, though. I, I don't understand that. How, how can they're you trying do to that? save money? Well, you can try to save money, and, and, they're, and they're, it's, it's utterly absurd that you would do that and do it under that kind of an accusation when you are hiring the guy that has done nothing but blame his assistant coaches for any wrongdoings of all time. That's despicable. What they're doing in that yeah. regard is despicable. I don't. I don't begrudge them for moving on from their current head coach to go to Rick Pitino because it's an upgrade in terms of the coach. Rick Pitino is a better coach. What I will say is the way you go about it matters. And you're getting this era of St. John's basketball kicked off in the wrong fashion by trying to claw back the $11 million that Mike Anderson would be owed if he were not fired for cause. I got to tell you, there was a time about seven or eight years ago around when the athletic director at Rutgers, when I was doing college basketball games, Mm. was kicking around the idea. She had been from Louisville and was kicking around the idea of potentially trying to hire Rick Pitino. I don't want to sit here and say I'm holier than now. I would have quit on the spot. I would have quit on the spot because it's everything that's wrong with it. You know what's wrong with St. John's? They're losing too much. (laughs) And that's why they're making this hire. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We're in for Greeny today. We got to shout out the coach from Fairleigh Dickinson, too. Who, 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 who made no bones about taking no. that Iona job in short order. No let, no. let me parlay this upset against Purdue into a better job. But, you know, it's funny. If you had, like, he was, for the longest time, couldn't get a D1 sniff, got the FDU sniff, take the chance when you get it. No doubt. When it comes, take it and run. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. I still can't get over St. John's trying to fire Mike Anderson for cause because he didn't, quote, properly supervise his assistant coaches. That's wild to me, man. That is wild. They owe him $11 million. And, and then they threw, they had the gall to throw in the academic piece to it. Oh, my As God. if Rick Pitino ever cared about the academics of any of his players. Canty and Carlin, ESPN wild, Radio. Man. It's wild. It's wild times in the Big East. <laughs> in Fort Greene. March is a huge month for basketball. It takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level. And if you're hiring, you want the most talented people on your team. How do you find them? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its matching technology to find the candidates who are a slam dunk for your job. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Yeah, by the way, it did say Iona would be his last job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear his his rationale on terms of... Oh, who's going to hire a 70-year-old guy? Yeah, he Stop tried it. to use that to walk it back. And then nah, he's placating bro. everybody, talking about, oh, I'm a CYO kid from the city. Just shut up. Yeah, we, we've given enough We air- get it. We, we all know what it is. You don't need to hide it. We know what it is. Big fella, they want to win. Big fella, we've given enough airtime to Rick Pitino. Let's keep You're it right. pushing. It's Greeny coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Canty, the Western Conference right now, when you factor in John Morant coming back, it's very, very, very wide open, but I'm wondering if his return actually does benefit the the um, the, Grizzlies? the Grizzlies in a way than, other than just him returning. Tim Legler, ESPN NBA analyst, said this yesterday on this just in. One thing that's going to be interesting, and this happened with, with Steph Curry a year ago, you know, a guard late in the year, I know he brought a lot of this, this negative attention to himself, he's, and he's you know been suspended, he's been away from the team. But you know what else he's not doing? He's not putting any wear and tear on his legs at this time of the year. When you come back after layoff this late in the season, you are revitalized uh. from an energy standpoint. Ja, I think, is going to be the best version we've seen Ja be all year, because I don't think this, this is going to actually distract him. I don't think it's going to bother him. I think it's going to make him more focused and fresh when you've got a fresh set of wheels as a basketball player, particularly a point guard, and you come back this late in the year, that could bode well for them. Look, they're locked in right now in the two spot. You would uh, think that it will end that way. I don't think Sacramento is going to catch them. And if you end up playing the seven seed, whether that's the Mavericks, whether that's uh, certainly if it's the Thunder, whether it's even Golden State, if they were to fall back, I, I feel awfully good about where Memphis is right now. And Canty, I mean, the West, I I just don't feel like there are any great teams out there. I don't feel like there's a team that I would stack up with two or three of in the East at least. I think you've got 
three teams in the Eastern Conference that could potentially be better than anybody in the West, even when I've got the Nuggets with 48 wins. Well, here's what I'll say. There's a lot of parity in that conference. I'm not going to rule out the Kings catching the Memphis Grizzlies just because the Kings are only two games back in the loss column with roughly 10, 11 games to go. So we'll see what ultimately ends up happening. But there is something to be said for team chemistry right now. And John Morant would not have played since, what, March 3rd? Mm -hmm. You're talking about a little over three weeks. Who's to say when he gets reconditioned and back in the lineup? But assuming it's going to be a couple of more games, I mean, it's not outside of the realm of possibility for – the Grizzlies to find themselves in the third seed going into the playoffs as opposed to the two seed. But either way, you're talking about having to deal with potentially a team coming out of the play-in, a team like the Dallas Mavericks, a team like the L.A. Lakers. And I'm not sure the Grizzlies want that smoke. I really don't. I'm not sure they do either. I understand that. But if Ja is back and relatively focused and putting everything else aside, then – there's no reason for me to think that they can't go on a run to the finals. There's no as much as there are matchups that aren't great for them. Sure, I have more faith in the Grizzlies than I do in the Denver Nuggets. Oh, no doubt. And I, but I, I think that speaks more about the Nuggets than it does the Grizz. If Paul George gets hurt last night, in case you missed it, it looked bad and it happened late. And certainly, they were not feeling particularly good about it. We'll find out more later today about his status. But if they lose Paul George. I mean, that that just absolutely kills the Clippers. And there's nobody else that I would look at. Chris, I, you're talking about not even wanting to match up with the Lakers. Can I look at the Lakers right now and say, you know what? Maybe they're not going to make the play-in. No, I don't know about that. Well, because uh, I don't know about it, that. it kind of, as much as we're making it a given with them, they're still on the outside looking in. They are. And they, and they got a big a- game tonight against the Phoenix Suns, too. Yes, they do. Now, no DeAndre Ayton, no Kevin Durant for the Phoenix Suns. So it should be a big day for AD. But when are we getting is- LeBron back? When does that happen? It better happen soon. I mean, yeah. Darvin Ham says he expects him back for the season. We run it out of season. So, yeah. I mean, listen, enough with posting animation pictures on your Instagram of you in a cryotube. We want to see you back on the court, big dog. Yeah. Because Rob Palenka made all of these moves and got rid of that first-round pick in 2027 in order to bring in more complimentary pieces to do something this year. If Lamar, LeBron James misses the stretch run of the regular season and this team can't get out of the play-in, or even worse, doesn't even get into the play-in, I mean, all of that was for naught. So LeBron James has got to make Rob Palenka in the front office for the Lakers right, which is why I'm guaranteeing that the Lakers – We'll be in the play-in, but I digress. All I'm simply saying is this. If you're the Memphis Grizzlies, there are a couple of matchups that you'd like to avoid. You'd Uh, like to avoid the Dallas Mavericks. You'd like to avoid the Golden State Warriors. You'd like to avoid the Los Angeles Lakers in round one. Right now, the Mavericks would be the one that would bother me the most. Yeah. You know, the Warriors I get, and there's going to be a lot of vitriol. I actually want to see that one above all else because they would hate each other. They already hate each other. Listen, I want to see the Warriors against the Suns. I want to see the Warriors against the Grizz. You want to see the Warriors against everybody. Exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's great for the NBA. But here's what I'll say. Memphis, over the last seven games, they're 6-1, and and they were riding a three-game win streak. You wonder if the awkwardness between Ja or the awkwardness that Ja is feeling – now that he's getting reacclimated to the team and working, you know, being back on the court with his teammates, you wonder if that upsets the chemistry that Memphis has been able to develop the last couple of weeks. Because chemistry matters when you're trying to compete for a championship. And it's little things like this that can throw off the vibe between teammates. And we got to remember the incident in Denver 
was on the heels of Stephen Adams calling a player-only meeting in the locker room after that Nuggets game and saying, we're not going out. We're going to commit ourselves, especially when we're on the road, to trying to be the best version of ourselves and win championships. And then John Morant goes out to a nightclub and posts a picture on his social media with him handling, brandishing a firearm, which causes him to miss the next three weeks of the season. How would you feel if you're a teammate of John Morant in that locker room? Not great, Bob. You're putting yourself above the team in our goal of winning a title. And based on how evenly matched all these teams in the West are, this is an opportunity for an upstart group like the Memphis Grizzlies. This is a chance to get it done. With the injuries that the Suns are dealing with, the injuries that the Warriors have dealt with, the injuries the Lakers are dealing with, I mean, you have an opportunity right there for you. You got to try to take advantage of it. Ja Morant did something to that that was detrimental to the greater goal that that team had in mind. Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 as well. One other little tidbit from this week. In case you missed it. One more time. My guy Devin McCourty starting to fit right into the media. <laughs> Former Patriot safety on WEEI yesterday, or this week, I yeah, should say, yeah. uh, making uh, some rather interesting comments regarding the Patriots and their offense this past season when it came to Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. I think player-wise, I think there was enough trust that like, hey, we're going to put the best guy out there. Um, but I think the struggles on offense always turned into – I think there were some guys that are in the locker room like, all right, let's go with Zappy. All right, no, Mac looked good today. It was just a back and forth, which to me spoke more about what we had on offense than the quarterback. Like we just were never, we never were solidified as an offensive group that guys had full confidence in anything we were doing. In other words, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Ufah. Uh, no, and I understand guys not having confidence in what they were doing because you don't necessarily believe in the coaches who really haven't done it before on that level. Yeah, that's true, but I think it also speaks to the quarterbacks involved mm-hmm. and how there might not be that much of a separation between what Mac brings to the table as opposed to Bailey Zappi. Well, I don't think there was. I don't think there was much of a difference. Well, there should be because one guy is a first-round pick and the mm-hmm. other guy was a day-three draft pick. Well, this speaks to me about the bigger problem with Belichick, Chris. This is why... The end is nigh for Bill. And if you're going to get stuck back in what you did for 20 years, you're going to get stuck in the past for good. And he does not have any superstar players on the offensive side of the ball, star players on the offensive side of the ball that are difference makers right now. And especially, especially at quarterback where, Chris, you know, there's there's a reason we sit here and say – they need to be involved on Lamar Jackson because that changes everything about your offense. Bill, to me, got to get locked in on getting a star here. This is not any more about any kind of system or anything like that. Tom was the guy, Bill. Tom was the guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I get what you're saying with that, and you got to find a guy that can be a difference maker. That's why you floated the idea of Lamar, and I think it makes a ton of sense. Unfortunately, I don't think the Ravens are going to go that route. And they're going to be stuck in the cellar of the AFC East because the other three teams have gotten markedly better. Think about what the Miami Dolphins have done the last couple of years, especially in free agency. Think about what 
the Buffalo Bills have in Josh Allen and then think about what the New York Jets just did in making the move to get Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be tough sledding for the Patriots if they don't upgrade at the quarterback position. No, listen, I don't think the Patriots, even though their defense is pretty good, I don't think they have a legitimate chance to do anything right now. I really don't think Beyond that, I don't think they have a chance to be better than the worst team in their own division. Yeah, and when is the last time you can say that about New England? New England is in right now what everybody else has been for a long time. Quarterback hell. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.